0: How are you guys doing? Yeah, praise God. Hey, so we love Audibles here, right? That's what we do. We're spirit led, and uh, I just I just want to say, uh, Pastor Phil on the way up here just told me that he has a family member named Josh that's kind of out on a run, and he would he asked if we would pray, we would pray for him right now. So we could all just uh, right now. Just pray for josh we 'll just lift him up, Father God, we just um we thank you, Lord, um, that you are the one who goes after the one lost sheep, Lord, and uh, Father God, we just lift up Josh to you as a movement, and we know that there 's power in prayer, Father God, and Lord, we just pray that you would just grab him wherever he 's at right now, Father God, Satan, that you would loose your hold from him, we bind you, Satan. In the name of Jesus and through the power of the blood and the finished work on the cross and that you would draw Josh back into your sheepfold, Father God. We know, Lord, that your word will not return void and we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Yeah, praise God. Hey, so I'm going to ask you all to stand, okay? Um, And, uh, you know, I just, I, I really feel in my heart, uh, the Lord has just been been doing something here this morning, obviously. And um, this movement is about unity. That's what it's about. So I'm going to ask all of you, if you can, to just lock lock arms, lock hands, okay, with each other, okay. I want to, on both the right and the left hand side f- that we would show the body of the body of Christ and who we are. Um, time and time again, I heard. Uh, you know, this uh, weekend, time and time again, I heard that we are a family, right? How could, how could 250 people, right, be a family, right, from what, 20 different states all over the country, broken, lost, guilt-ridden, shamed, and condemned, but this is who we are. We are a family, okay, and we would die for one another. I believe that with all my heart, that everyone in here loves each other enough that we would die for one another. And we're soldiers, we're soldiers in this battle uh, that the Lord has anointed us to come on. So I'm just going to ask right now that we would just receive from the Spirit of God. And Lord, Father God, we just thank you that uh, you call this retreat careful, right? Because we want to be Filled up, Father God. Filled up to overflowing. Lord, just allow the Holy Spirit to just come across this room from left to right. Begin to stir inside everybody just an outpouring of living waters inside of us. Father God, that we would be refreshed and restored and comforted and united. (laughs) What can man do to us? What can Satan do to us when you have a united church? Father God, we're... We're not about denominations. We're not about anything in here other than Jesus Christ, Father God, and Him crucified, Lord. And Father God, I just pray that You would just fill Your people to overflowing, that You would allow them to experience the power and move of Your Holy Spirit in a fresh and mighty way, Lord. And as they go back, Father God, to the four corners of this nation, Lord, that you would use them in such a powerful and mighty way to just stem revival in this nation. Father God, we believe that there's a swelling of the Holy Spirit. We believe that there's a revival that's taking place, that's coming from the ground up, Father God. And you're using vessels and men and women just like this, Father God. Father, we pray for just a fresh impartation of all your spiritual gifts over your people, Father God, we just pray for apostolic anointings, prophetic anointings, pastoral anointings, teacher anointings. Father God, we just pray that evangelists would be stemmed inside of here, Father God, and that we would go to the four corners of this nation, Father God, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. Here we are, Lord. Have your way this morning with us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. You know, the Bible says to give honor where honor is due. And first and foremost, I just want to give honor to my beautiful wife, Alexis, who's back there with my three daughters, Genesis, Trinity, and Zoe. Um, And I want to give also honor to all the wives that brought children here uh, to this conference, okay? From Sarah, Dvorak, Jolene, Mandy, St. Val. And all the other mothers, I I just want to recognize you, okay? Because that is an incredible labor of love. And it's no different than coming up here and preaching the gospel or being back in the sound booth or making the coffee. And uh, I just want to recognize that. I also would like to just recognize, he probably wouldn't want me to do this, but I do want to recognize Mitch, okay? Because Mitch, man, just... You guys, you know... Mitch is behind the scenes. I have the honor and privilege of being part of Recovery Church Del Rey. So I've known Mitch for a long time and he is just a servant of the Lord. Relentless, relentless, relentless in making things work. And now the way that he's being used by Recovery Church Movement is just such a blessing. And the whole leadership team, unbelievable. Uh, Pastor Phil for just taking the mantle and saying Yes. Junior St. Val, Mike, Pastor Max, Mark with the worship. I mean, we have such an incredible team. Dr. Sutton, a general in the Lord's Army, right? And, and let me say this, uh, the speakers from this conference, I mean, I shouldn't even be up here to be honest with you. Because the, the amount of talent in this room, men and women of God that are operating in all different types of fields, the marriage ministries, the trauma ministries, the healing ministries, oh my goodness, if you weren't refreshed, okay, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say, you know, um, because there is just incredible, incredible gifted men and women of God in this room, and I just want to honor all of you today, okay? Okay. And so what do I get? I get the privilege and honor of closing this thing out, right? And um, closing this out is just stirring you up really for mission, okay? So I had something planned, and of course God has His own plans, right? And so I'm sitting and praying on the other side of the church over there, and the Lord, of course, uses an elder Messianic Jew to come sit down next to me and start weeping with me and laying hands on me, and He doesn't even know that I'm coming to preach and he's crying and he's laying hands on me and i could feel the spirit of god and and then <laughs> the lord just confirms the message again with t back there and just you know saying just comfort my people comfort my people let them know that i see you but i'm going to take you to a place okay where the lord comforts his people but he does give a heavy message and i want you guys to know this we're going to be in 1 Thessalonians 5 We have seen things happening in the world right now that is just unbelievable. And I want you to know that you have been hand-selected, hand-picked by the living God in the specific city you're in, in the specific state you're in, in the specific part of the country that you're in, to take this mantle of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this nation. And you are called to go after that one lost sheep. And that's us. What a great salvation. So here's the Apostle Paul writing to the Thessalonians, one of his first books. But here's what he says. He talks about the day of the Lord. And here's what he said. He says, but concerning the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say, peace and safety, sudden destruction comes upon them, as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, can everyone say, but you, brethren, brethren. are not in darkness. So that this day should not overtake you as a thief, but you are sons of light. Can you say, we are, we are sons of light? And boy, when we shine that light, boy, is it bright. We are that flickering light in that city, in that state, in your recovery church that you've been called to, to go to the utter ends of the earth to preach the gospel. Of Jesus Christ. He says, therefore let us not sleep as other do, others do, but let us watch and be sober. Do you know that we're all called to be watchmen and watch women on the wall? To be aware what's happening in the world? Take off CNN, take off Fox, take off MSNBC, start reading your Bible you will know accurately what's going on in the world right now at this time. And it says in all the prophetic books that while people are hiding under rocks, scared, fearful, that we would be rising. That in the book of Daniel, it says we would be shining as bright as stars. You know how bright stars are? We got a little one in our solar system That's 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It has to be 93 million miles away from us. And the creator of the heavens and the earth made that. And the same glory that rests on that sun doesn't compare to the glory that rests on you as sons and daughters of the king. Amen? He says, but let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. Now we know, we heard, right? Pastor Billy, he was preaching right on the, on the breastplate of righteousness from the, other, uh, from the armor of God. But here's what it says. It says the breastplate of what? Faith and love. The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy and spoke of a time where the love of many would grow cold. That perilous times would be upon us. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here. We're at this place. I'm going to give you a specific prophecy, okay? About the Lord coming back? Here's what I know. We're closer than we were 2,000 years ago. And if anyone says they know the exact day, run from them, please. (laughs) Let's stop the games. The love of many would grow cold. Faith, faith would be what? Dwindled. What did Christ say? When I come back, would I even find faith on the earth? Would I even find people that are stirred with the fire and the passion of the Holy Spirit running hard for the kingdom of God? I heard Pastor Phil today in in the leadership prayer. He was speaking about how there's so many men and women here laboring bivocationally, doing this because their heart is for ministry, because they care about the lost. You can't buy the church. We're not for sale. And each one of you know that we're living miracles. 13 years wrapped up in alcoholism and cocaine addiction delivered by the power of God. The beautiful wife and the three daughters were just bonus. Good bonus, by the way. But the Lord, what? Redeems us, restores us. And you know what? So great is that salvation that we can't not tell people about Jesus. So here's what I want to do. I want to encourage you to be bold. As bold as the lion. We can't contain what's inside of us. Pastor Max asked me, are, are you ready to go? He goes, yeah, you look like a caged lion, ready to go. You, I'm ready to go! Because so great is that salvation that he did with me. And I made a commitment to the Lord on an altar, October 1st, 2010, that if Christ revealed himself to me, that I would go to the uttermost parts of the earth to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you heard it say, what is this? A movement. Guys, hear me. A movement requires many parts. A whole body. Stop looking at what everyone else is doing. Find your lane and run as hard as you can through it. When you serve, serve in humility. Humility. When you preach, preach with power. When you make that coffee, remember every single person that's coming through those rooms maybe never walked into a church in their life. And what have we done? We've created a safe space as the hands and feet of Jesus to allow people to come in. You know how many times I heard this this, uh, weekend that I used to go to church and I can't even believe, like what I'm experiencing here. I'm going to go hard here for a minute. Is that okay? And I also heard in that meeting someone say that now that revival is coming through somebody's church, pastors within the church are trying to get a hold of what's happening with Recovery Church. (laughs) Pastors Come alongside, come for the ride, but don't stop what the Lord is doing here. Here's what it says, for God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Now listen, the greatest miracle that you and I have is that we're saved, that the Lord saved us. Everything else is what? Bonus. Would a good father not only not only also heal us? Would he not give us spiritual gifts to do his labor? Would he not allow us to be empowered through the spirit? Let's ask. Let's ask. Let's seek. Let's fast. Let's get face first in front of the Lord, weeping for this nation. Father God, Lord, we need a move of your spirit. Let's pray for our cities. Let's pray for our pastors. Let's pray for our leaders. Those of you who don't have positions, if you will, serve people will begin to call you pastor. People will begin to call you evangelist. People will begin to call you apostle when you're sending a church planner. People will begin to say you have a prophetic anointing on you when you're down on your knees interceding for your city. Oh, that the Lord would give us a prayer life that burns with fire for the Lord. Like Pastor Billy said, if we're not on our knees praying up here, nothing is going to happen down there. And you know what? The Lord sees you. When that door is closed, and you take time away from your wife and your children, you take time away from going to that game, when you take time from doing things that the world is doing, the Lord sees you. And He will honor that. Honor that. Amen? So here's what it says. He who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with Him. Therefore, comfort one another. Edify one another, just as you also are doing. Recovery Church, here comes another hard one. This ain't a competition. This is a movement. Leave your rejection, your abandonment, your insecurities at the floor. Just say, use me, Lord. I want to teach. I want to preach. I want to evangelize. I want a church plant. Use me, Lord. And the Lord will do it. The Lord will do it. And He will raise you up. See, the problem is we're trying to go high and we should be going low. And when we go low, the Lord will exalt us high. Amen? Amen. The church was never meant to be everyone sitting down and listening to a gifted, anointed teacher. We want a church that's mobilized, activated. That's willing to go into those bars, into the club, into the treatment centers, into the darkest hoods in this country to preach the gospel. And who else could he send? It's you. You're already dead. What can man do to you? 13-year cocaine addiction, 20-year runs, 30-year runs, 40-year runs. You think if somebody rejects Christ that they're going to hurt your feelings? They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting Messiah. And don't get upset. Pray for them. Pray for them by name. Pray that the Lord would soften their heart. All of us sitting in this room today are here because somebody prayed for us. Somebody cared enough to come after us. Somebody laid down their life for us. Can we do that as well? Amazing. We see what? 250 people here. Let's pray that this would be doubled next time we get together. 500. Let's pray that 50 church plants will be multiplied to 100 church plants. How big do you see God? Do we have a little itty-bitty faith? Or are we going to have a God-sized faith? He goes on to say, And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake be at peace among yourselves. What does that mean? There's men and women in here, generals in the Lord's army that have gone before us, that have been laboring for the Lord 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Come alongside them. Edify them. Let them know we appreciate you. Come on, that marriage seminar, uh, was it last night? How good were all those, right? We've been married 12 years, I feel like pee-wee compared to what, 40 years of like laboring, laboring, right? You've gone before us. We honor you. It says, now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. See that no one renders evil for evil in anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. Hey, we heard this many times this week, right? Rejoice always. Man, is there is there a grateful people in here? Can we just can we just stand and give the Lord a shout of praise? Let's praise the Lord for what He's done in this room. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for rescuing us. Thank you for believing in us. Use us, Lord. Use us, Lord. Use us. What does it say? Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Spirit. Don't quench it. Let's get out of our little frameworks and let the Spirit move and overflow and outpour. And the Apostle Paul says what? Continue to seek God. Let the Spirit fill you over and over and over again for the work of the ministry. And everything gives thanks. He says, do not despise the prophecies. Ladies and gentlemen, how many of you know that Jesus is coming back? It's not a popular message, is it? Right? We love our lives too much. We're too comfortable. But what? Do not despise the prophecies. I've heard it said like this. Potentially over 300 prophecies about Messiah's first coming. They say there's eight for every one of the first coming for the second. Let's get in the Word. Let's break bread. We have teachers here that are so gifted, that know the prophecies, that know the Word of God. Come alongside them. Surround yourself by these men and women, gifted in teaching. Here's what it says. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Recovery Church, I just want to encourage you. I want to empower you. The Lord sees your labor. The Lord sees what you're doing. Do not grow weary in well-doing. Go out to the four corners of this nation and allow God to radically transform your city. Amen? Can we all stand? Let's just be in a spirit of receptiveness. Here's what the Apostle Paul says, he says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, I just lift up every man and woman in here, Father God, and I just thank you, Father, for refreshing us, for restoring us, for redeeming us, Lord, I pray, Father God, for just supernatural provision, outflow, open doors of favor for everything that we do. As we go back to our states, back to our cities, let there be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Like Joshua, Father God, let it be that wherever we step, the kingdom of God would follow. Lord, equip us, anoint us, empower us, Give us divine connections. Put those men and women into our path that will open the doors to radically transform our cities. Favor in sober homes. Favor in treatment houses. Favor with politicians. Father God, just draw them to this movement, Father God. Father, we pray for visions and dreams to fall upon us, Father God. We pray for impartation of spiritual giftings. Father, apostolic anointings over this whole body, Father God. And Lord, we just thank you for all this. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Register now for the next Recovery Church Movement Leadership Conference. April 12th to the 14th, 2024 in Nashville, Tennessee. Go to recovery.church slash conferences to find out more.